0: You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama.
1: Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. Recently, I was fascinated to read about the Hindmarshes, the founding orphans of Kiama, as they were termed. They were three siblings who arrived in Australia in the early 1800s and who Hindmarsh Park is named after. It got me thinking about our sporting grounds dotted across the region and the people who have had a ground named after them. I started going through the list, commencing with Michael Cronen Oval, and it quickly became apparent to me that I had very little knowledge of who our earlier sporting heroes were and what they had accomplished in their careers to be honoured with the dedication of a field in their name. So I decided to look into Jerry Emery Field in Gerringong and understand more. A quick Google search revealed Edgar Jerry Emery was a dairy farmer and was held in such high regard in his day that he was known as the Bradman of the Bush. Armed with that information... I contacted this station's favourite cricket historian, Bill Peters, to see if he had done any research into Mr Emery. Here's what Bill told me. Enjoy.
2: When it comes to a discussion on the best batters the South Coast has seen, there is one name that is undeniably suited at the top of that list. Edgar Jerry Emery from Macheringong has a record that stands above all others over a career that's stretched for decades. Depending on which places you look, he scored either 61 or 62 centuries in his career. In the long run, whichever it is, that is a whole lot of time out in the middle, dominating bowling attacks. Perhaps one of the best defining times of his career occurred in the 1938-39 season of the Kiama District Cricket Association. Over two consecutive Saturday afternoons, Jerry compiled a total of 532 off his own bat, in what must be one of the most remarkable efforts in the history of cricket in our district. In the third match of that 1938-39 season, Shell Harbour was playing Gerringong at their home ground and had put on an impressive first innings total of 327 and must surely have shown up the following Saturday, November 16, 1938, believing that they would be drinking victory beers that evening. They would not have reckoned on the dominance of the Gerringong batters to go above and beyond. More than anything else, it was one batter who did. On that afternoon, Edgar Emery scored 314 runs, just 13 less than the entire Shell Harbour team had scored the previous weekend. In one eight ball over by S. Hazleton, Emery hit 42 runs, the sequence being 6-6, 6-6, 4-4, 6-4. His innings contained 41 singles, a 2, 24 4s, and a ridiculous 27 sixes. The report of the innings in the Khymer Reporter indicated that he gave several chances during his innings, but that this was not unusual given the pace his innings progressed at. His entire innings, before finally being caught in attempting even more carnage, took just 10 minutes over three hours to complete, meaning he himself had scored at a rate of about a century every hour he batted. Jeringong scored 457 runs in the day to win the match on first innings by 140 runs, but it was the extraordinary innings by Emery that stole the headlines, and it made news in many newspapers around the country. The following weekend, on November 23, 1938, Jeringong took on Fox Ground at Jubilee Park, now known as Michael Cronin Oval. Fox Ground were the defending premiers of the competition, and a few years later, after the war, when the SCDCA was formed the players from both these teams merged into the Djeringong team that played in that competition. But on this day, it was a hard-fought local derby between the two clubs. Jeringong won the toss and batted, and Emery took little time to stamp his authority, hitting the first ball he faced for four, taking eight off that first over, and then hitting three sixes in the following over that he faced. Probably fair enough, as he was obviously seeing the ball okay. He moved quickly along to 90 where it was reported he then slowed down in order to ensure that he reached his century without perishing. This he achieved, and then the accelerator was pushed down once again. There was good support being offered at the other end from Leton Mitchell with 36 and C. Stewart with 25, but the dominance was that was Edgar Emery moved forever onwards. His second century came in quicker time than his first, until he was finally caught in the outfield for 218. Sheringong went on to score 388 by stumps and went on to win the match the following weekend. In a career that stretched over 30 years, Edgar Emery's achievements on the cricket field are the stuff of legend. Indeed, they are deserving of a book. Maybe one day I'll get around to it. As I mentioned, the number of centuries he scored in all cricket is quite amazing. And as you can see from just these two innings, spaced seven days apart, he had a thirst for run-making. In all during that 1938-39 season, Edgar scored 1,066 runs at an average of 96.91. He scored four centuries and two half centuries. And Shell Harbour must have been sick of the sight of him, given that his three innings against them were 314, 100 not out and 45 not out. Next time you drive through Jeringong and go past their excellent facilities at their home ground, you will see the sign that names the ground. And now you will have just an inkling as to why it is named Jerry Emery Oval, in honour of Gerringong Cricket Club's finest ever cricketer.
0: KCR, community Radio.org. For the community, by the community.
1: The Kyama Sevens Rugby celebrates its 50th year this year and the tournament will be held on the 26th of February. Mark Bryant, tournament organiser, was at it this week holding a tournament launch comprising a media session, luncheon and the competition draw. Dignitaries present on the day were Lord Mayor Riley, Glenn Eller, John Eels, Gary Gray, Brian Weir, Sandy Randall, Josh Morris and Jeff Ferrer, with the event being hosted by Marty Haynes from i98FM. You can get tickets for the day online at Kiama Sevens, so why not roll up on the 26th for a great day out? Watch some entertaining Sevens rugby and listen possibly to Al Marsden and others reminisce. With the weekend again hit with rain and storms, most sport was either postponed or cancelled. Whilst golfers, cricketers and footballers headed indoors, surfers were thrilled with the low pressure swell hitting the shoreline. Let's hope that next weekend delivers a better weather outcome. And before I go, and given the program this week has had a distinct cricketing flavour, did anyone draw a link between cricket and a horse race over the weekend? Well, if you missed it, in race one in Sydney, Sam Climperton piloted Mumbai Jewel to win over a two-year-old colt named Sandpaper out of a dam called Smooth. That's all I have time for this week. But if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas.
0: This program is brought to you by Kayama League's Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kayama. You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio.
2: The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely
0: those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kayama Community Radio.